Welcome to the universe of trusting divinity, hosted by yours truly, Wendy Von Dam, aka Ms. Divinity. Here at Trusting Divinity, we explore how to do life in the messy middle. May you put down perfection and be clothed in the grace of Christ as you open your heart and mind to a life of possibility, one that you love beyond your wildest dreams. Thanks for joining me for today's episode. Hey you, my friend in Jesus. Welcome to Trusting Divinity, a sacred and holy space of love and acceptance for whatever your current messy middle is. A place of soul rejuvenation, of basking and resting in Jesus. A place of learning and growing together in grace. As I have continued reflecting on who I am and what I love to do, I see clearly that one of my favorite roles in this life is that of personal cheerleader and partner in believing. I absolutely love helping people just like you find their way through the messy middle. I love offering new perspectives and helping you see that you are already doing so much better than you know. I love helping you find the answers that are already within you. And I love inviting souls to let themselves be loved, to recognize that they are already enough, and to simply help them deepen their connection to divinity. I love helping you make Jesus more tangible in your everyday life, as together we discuss what it looks like to accept his grace. Today, I am excited to introduce you to the Trusting Divinity Love Seat. I am so excited to sprinkle in some Love Seat episodes as we have brave and courageous souls who are willing to be real, raw, and vulnerable in sharing their messy middle, asking for help, and stepping into a co-creative conversation, helping them find clarity, next right steps, emotional freedom, and whatever else the good Lord has in store. Today, I am honored to have Amy joining me as the first official Trusting Divinity Love Seat guest. I am so grateful for her courageous heart. Well, Amy, thank you so much for joining me today. You are the first first official guest in the Trusting Divinity Love Seat. And I just think that what most people need in our world is more love. Mm-hmm. So totally. I'm excited to have you here today and just to chat about whatever it is that's going on in on the podcast. I'm always talking about the messy middle. And I think that every single person in they're like, we are divine and we're human. And so in our humanness, there's, there's always messy going on, right? (laughs) Yep. So I'm just excited to have you here um, to maybe talk about some of your messy middle and to see if we can help you gain clarity, help you feel loved, help you know that you are more than enough exactly as you are. And we'll just kind of see where the discussion goes. But to start, I always love to just take a deep breath um, get, get grounded, get centered. Um, it's funny how our expectations can sometimes get in the way. And I hope it's okay that I'm sharing this, but yeah. you like a little bit after nine, were texting me saying, Oh, something went different than I thought it was going to go today. <laughs> and I'm taking care of my kids. And, and I think that that's exactly what you should be doing. Right. But then we have this like, but I'm supposed to be on, on a call too. And, um, so I just want to help you get grounded, get centered, find peace, find that stillness, um, really trying to align our spirits with the divine spirit and to be led and guided today. So I have this fun little book that I love. It's called breath. And this is what we're going to use. 
to get grounded. Okay. She just has tons of different little, um, I don't like, she just has all these different little prayers, but mm-hmm. they're so simple. And they're just repeated little mantras to bring us back to the word of God. So I'm just going to flip the pages and we'll see what opens. Trust hey. me, right? Yeah, I love it. Okay. I'm going to, this, this was mine yesterday. And so I had it folded. So I'm going to try one more time and see what is meant for you. <laughs> and if that one comes again, then we'll go with that one. But I can fill the poll. Okay. Here's the message. God wants to bind up your wounds. Breathe deep and know that God longs to heal what's broken and bind up your wounds with his healing grace. Sometimes anxiety is rooted in hurt or trauma we've experienced. Trauma is actually a significant factor with many health conditions, including anxiety disorders. Take some time today to get really honest with God about your pain and your past. Is there trauma you haven't acknowledged and healed from? Does hurt still linger from heartbreak, betrayal, abuse, or abandonment? God loves you, and he wants to bind up those wounds that are weighing you down. Let the love of Jesus be a balm all over your broken places. Allow him to mercifully bind up all your wounds. He can do that through a miracle, or he may work through the people he has put in your life through therapy, or even through medical intervention. Some hurts are deep, and trauma often requires help from professionals. That is okay. There is no shame in asking for help. In fact, a new strength comes when you reach out and begin the process of healing. God will meet you there. The scripture is Psalms 147, verse 3. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. So we're just going to breathe this for a minute, okay? Okay. And on the inhale, what I want you to focus on is you heal the brokenhearted. So you're going to inhale, you heal the brokenhearted. And on the exhale, and bind up their wounds. And I am going to change it just a little bit because I want it to be personal for you. So as you breathe in, I want you to say, you heal my broken heart. So I inhale and then say it out loud. Okay. If you want, you know what? I'm just going to have you sit and breathe actually. Okay. And I will say it for you. And if you want to join me, if you want to speak it out loud, there is power in speaking words out loud. So if you want to join me, you can, we'll find our rhythm. Okay. Okay. (laughs) But you can do it however you want. Okay. Um, But we are going to say you heal my broken heart because I want it to be personal. I want, I want the savior to be here personally with you wanting to heal your heart. So you heal my broken heart and then on the exhale and bind up my wounds. Okay. So I'm just going to let you breathe for a minute and I'm going to try to sink to your breath. Okay. You heal my broken heart and bind up my wounds. You heal my broken heart and bind up my wounds. You heal my broken heart and bind up my wounds. You heal my broken heart and bind up my wounds. You heal my broken my heart. Broken heart. And bind, bind up, up my, wounds. my wounds. You heal. You heal my broken, broken heart. And bind up. Bind up my wounds. My wounds. You heal. You heal my broken, my broken heart. heart. And bind up, bind up my wounds. wounds. 
Thank you. (laughs) You are so welcome. I do want to take just a minute for anyone who's listening. I just want to honor you. I want to honor your courage. Um, It takes a lot of courage to say yes to an opportunity such as this. But I truly believe that as we become vulnerable in this world and as we start to share our hearts and we start to be open to everyone's messy middle, it will change our world. And so I just want to honor you for your brave and courageous soul to raise your hand and say yes to this opportunity. And I just know, I just, I I never know who the episode's for. And sometimes I never find out, right? But I just know that not only is this episode for you, but it is for others too, who are going through something and need to hear this message today too. Awesome. I'm excited. It feels very divinely guided. (laughs) Imagine that. Imagine that. Imagine that. It's an adventure to learn how to let go and let God. And it's something that I seek every day. And I think that you also are seeking. And so we will try our best in this episode to let go and let God and see where he leads. And so I just turn the time over to you. What, how can I help you today? Wow. Well, I feel like I'm in an interesting place in my life where I'm trusting God in some bigger things in transition with work for my husband, but also work for myself. I've done a lot of things from an entrepreneurial standpoint that didn't pan out. And I'm, I can see why it was like, it wasn't the time. It wasn't what was needed to have happen. And, um, and now I'm being presented with some opportunities to help somebody else in their business endeavors in a way that feels really great and really exciting. And, um, and, and just trusting that God will provide all along the way, um, financially and otherwise for our family. Um, and also just, I think, learning to trust in, trust in that and in, in where the guidance is, is, is going and doing it for myself. I feel like I've received guidance for my family and like moving somewhere, doing something, but like, really, I feel like this is very much for me that it's, and when you, when that, when that was the the thing that came through, like he heals our wounds. I'm like, wow, he like, he's really in this for me right now. There's a lot that he's done for our family and for my marriage, but like, this is a me thing right now. And it feels pretty cool to realize that I can receive that guidance um, and follow that, those intuitive promptings just for myself. That yes, he cares about my family and the role that I play in my family, but he also cares about me and my heart and the things that I, you know, may had may have planted years and years ago that are coming to fruition in a completely different way, but even better in many ways. <laughs> I love that. So. I love, um, I mean, multiple things about that, right? Like first that I think sometimes we forget that our entire purpose here is to know God. Mm -hmm. So we came here for, we didn't come here to learn how to make millions of dollars or we didn't come here. Like we all have (laughs) things to learn, Uh but as a whole, our purpose in coming here was like God says my, my work and my glory or eternal life, right. Is to mm-hmm. know God that is yes. eternal life. Right. Yes. And oh so gosh, it's interesting. I can relate to you on so many realms of like what you're currently experiencing with potential fluctuations, potential changes. We're in the midst of discussions about possibly changing jobs with my husband and, Um, also like me going on an entrepreneurial journey that has looked nothing like I thought that it would Mm -hmm. and really having to lean in and trust those scriptures, right? (laughs) (laughs) Those promises of God. So it's interesting. This is the one that fell open and I'm going to read it to you because I think that it applies. Okay. Um, and it, it just brought so much peace to my soul yesterday. Um, 
So it says God's presence is the miracle. Oh my gosh. Yes. That's amazing. Tell me, what does that mean to you? Um, well, I mean, there's a lot of things that I've been looking for, um, miracles in, and, you know, it, there's a course that I've been taking that's been really incredible and kind of helped to facilitate my mindset and openness to these new opportunities. Um, and, um, but at the same time, there's been kind of this focus on miracles, like in a financial space or like, I need this miracle. I need this miracle. And, um, and I've, and it just, that phrase just so succinctly and clearly put, um, really just like, I felt like provided words to a feeling that I've had of just like, I don't care if I get the money or not, or I don't care if this or that happens. Like, I just want to have that relationship with God. And I have the peace and sense of knowledge that like, I know he's with me in all of it. Like, I didn't always have that. I, as, as a teenager and young adult, um, like there were times where I felt like I had to show up a certain way for God to be with me. But through some trials that I went through early in our marriage, I learned like, no, God will show up in the messy middle, in the mess. Like he will be in the swamp with me and he's there, like hearing me scream it out, <laughs> you know? And so as I learned that, like, it's just, it, that experience was one where didn't go as planned, but God was in the messy middle. And I learned that he was in the messy middle because I didn't think that before. And so I learned that. And so now as things are just like from the outside perspective, <laughs> You look at our family's life and our bank accounts and it's just like, huh? Like, what are you guys doing? That makes no sense. Your life is a mess. But I'm like, I'm so happy. I don't feel like my life is a mess. And I feel connection to God in all of it. Like, I know he's taking care of us. I know every single moment and need that we have is known to him. And he provides for it in exactly the perfect timing and it's, it's been really, I don't know. I just love, I love that phrase that God's presence is the miracle because then in reality, our entire lives is a miracle. Like every moment of every day is a miracle. Like there's no non-miracle moments, but we define miracles as these events or certain outcomes in our lives. But it's like the fact that God is walking with us in every single moment means we are living, breathing, walking miracles. Like we're living miracles every single day of every moment. Like that's just, wow. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I mean, really every breath yeah. is miraculous. Absolutely. Right. And every heartbeat, like the fact that you and I, and everyone that we have these bodies that literally like function Pretty on much their own. nothing. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Or like another one that's been really um interesting to me. I've been reading a book and she's been helping me shift the way that I look at my body and the way that I look at um maybe some extra weight, or maybe some people feel like they don't have enough weight or whatever those body images might be. Mm -hmm. She started to help me see that it is miraculous. Like the fat that has been stored on my body is actually my body creating measures for it to not die. Like it's wow. miraculous that it knows how to not put all that fat into organs that would kill me. And it knows how to save my life because of whatever trauma I've experienced or whatever I've gone through. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, that has, caused me to take actions. I believe that we are creators, but I think mm -hmm. that to some, I don't know all the answers. I don't have all, the answers, <laughs> but, but right. Like at some point in our lives, we learn that I'm a creator and I get to choose, but in the right. beginning of our lives, we're kind of just here experiencing whatever we're experiencing and right. beliefs are set yeah. and patterns are created not necessarily in our control, um, right? Like we don't have the awareness, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You and just so, accept what it is as a kid. It's like, yeah. this is just the world. This is how it works. This is, 
it is what it is. But isn't it miraculous that our bodies know how to adjust and know how to keep us alive (laughs) (laughs) through all of those different things, right? Yes. Yeah. It's so cool. So do you have like specific questions? It sounds like you've got really great things going on. Yeah. Well, it's funny because I have all of that going on that like, I wasn't thinking of talking, but then I I was actually thinking of talking about my dog. <laughs> I have a dog who is so wonderful, but I also feel like I can't take care of him in the way that he needs it. And I get frustrated with him when he doesn't do what I want him to do. But he was also one of those like divinely guided, somewhat impulsive decisions. And so I don't feel like I was really adequately prepared to care for and train him (laughs) in the way that he needed um but then I also feel like I'm experiencing some things with my kids and with my family too whereas as like I'm shifting into more of a not like a career per se like I'm still going to have plenty of time for my family it's going to be really flexible but like I will be putting time and energy outside of the home space and routines and kids it's like how to how to create a supportive environment in our home where I feel like I'm supported because the home front is being um, more taken care of by my husband and kids but also not just feeling like I'm dumping it on them and they've got to figure it out you know like how can we work as a team to create this this new experience and knowing that especially with young kids, it changes minute to minute, but you know, what are some of those things and ways that, that we as a family can, can create a a supportive structure and a supportive environment and feeling, um, also knowing I can't control any of them and how they feel, but (laughs) like, you know, just how can we create that supportive experience for all of us where they feel like they can still come to me and get the support that they need, even if I'm not around or have as much time but how we can maintain the quality of that and still yeah do the things at home and with my family that are most important to me there awesome so um I think that right sometimes our brains want to go like it's either this or it's this And I love that you are sitting here saying, nope, I'm not going to fall to that. I'm going to choose into this. I can be an amazing, incredible mom. And I can have passions and desires and um, be fulfilled outside of the home too. I can have Mm -hmm. both of these things. These things can coexist Mm -hmm. for me, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I just, I want to just ask you, first of all, before we dive into the how, I think sometimes the how is not our responsibility. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> and yeah. we think that it is, and we get all up in God's business because we're trying to control the how. <laughs> yep. I've done that too many times. Still try to do it, even though yeah. I've learned it really doesn't work that well. Yeah. Right. And so every day there's this new continual opportunity to surrender Mm-hmm. And to say, leave me, guide me. I mean, I'm in the midst of it right now. I um, I spent some time on the ski hill with my daughter and she was like, you're not going to tell me how to do this and I'm just going to figure it out, right? And I was like, okay, great. And, and she did, right? Like she mm-hmm. found her way. She figured it out. Um, but I remember like that, just that, wow, like that epiphany of like, how often, how often and am I denying myself of God's wisdom? Mm. Because I think I know what this should look like, or because I think I've got it all figured out and I'm going to find my way, right? Like how often mm-hmm. am I denying myself? Because I think I know how to do it. Yeah. That's a really good point. Cause I definitely have an idea of what I would love to have happen in my house and my kids doing chores and routines and all that. But yeah, it, it, it would be really good to, to open up to God's wisdom instead of, he probably has a way better idea. (laughs) Yeah. Right. And I, and I think he's so good at like 
just meeting us wherever we are and helping us mm-hmm. wherever we are. And if we're being that stinky child, that's like, I'm going to do it. He said, okay. Right. Like, I mean, literally on the ski hill, right. I just stood back and was like, Hey, if you need my help, let me know. And at one point I even said, I'm going to stay up here at the top instead of like chasing you all the way down and you're doing just fine. I'm just going to stay up here. And if you fall, right, like I'll come help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that is exactly what happened. Like I just, because that's what she wanted. Right. And mm-hmm. I think that God also honors what we want. But what I hear you saying is like, I really do want to tap into God's wisdom. Mm-hmm. I really do want, because I think sometimes you tell me if this relates to you or not, but because I hear you saying, I'd love to do all the chart charts and have it look really great. And everybody's following their chart chart. And um, like, I have this ideal expectation or idea that I would love to see come to fruition. Mm-hmm. My question is, does that leave any room for a messy middle? Not really. And I think, you know, as you talk about it, I'm like, no, I actually really don't want chore charts. Like that just seems like too much to manage. And (laughs) I'm like, what I really would love is like that my, that I can instill in my kids the ability to see a mess (laughs) and choose to clean it up where it's, you know, and like recognize that there are behind the scenes, there are things happening, like dishes being done, laundry being done. I'm like, they're aware of some of it, but there's not as much of like a proactive, like, hey, how can I help? What can I do? But I also recognize like, they are young and that is not their priority. <laughs> like they don't care, <laughs> you know, it's not, you know, so just wanting to be able to have a home that is more orderly and tidy and they don't just leave their stuff everywhere, but also leave room for them to be kids and still live in the space you know because I don't want it to become so structured and rigid that there's no freedom to play but I also like want to be able to walk on their floor in their bedroom and not step on something every step you know so and really just to teach them to to take care of their space and their things and you know but I also recognize like as I think back to myself as a kid like my room was kind of an organized chaos. Like I knew where stuff was, but nobody else did. (laughs) And, you know, my mom would have us clean our rooms every week and like had to be to a certain standard of what clean was, you know, and, but, you know, I, you know, like, I don't know, like I'm not quite, I don't know if it's like type A is how you label it, where just like everything needs to be in line. Like I'm not like that, but I also really enjoy a peaceful clean space you know and so trying to find that and you know recognizing that all of my six family all members all of us maybe need something different you know so just how to to allow for everyone how to allow for everyone to be where they're at when also knowing that the decisions that each person makes impacts the family because we live together we're all in the same space It's a dance, right? Okay. Yeah. I do want to go back to this. I just want you to tell me, I want you to close your eyes for a minute. Okay. And I want you to think about what's coming and what you're stepping into and this incredible opportunity. And God is like giving you this gift. He's saying, Hey, I know you. And I know you have this amazing heart and you have desires to do good in the world. And I want to honor who you are. And I, I know you personally, and this is a gift just for you. Um, and I want you to think about, I just think that God is a win, win, win God. I don't think that he ever does something for you without it also being a win for the people in your life. So I want you to just bring your husband, um, into this imagination scenario. And I want you to imagine yourself having a conversation with him and it's, we're two years into the future and you guys have been living this new life. And I just want you to imagine it the best that you can. Like imagine that it's all gone really well. And yeah, there's been some messy middle along the way. There's always going to be obstacles. There's always going to be things that bump up along the way, but two years down the road, you guys have come together and you're having a conversation and he is letting you know what this change and what this transition has meant for him and what it has done for him in his world. 
And if you're willing, I would love for you to tell us what is he saying to you? Um, he's saying that he's really grateful that I pursued it and that it gave him the opportunity to heal a lot of things in his own life um, around work and his self-worth and um, let him be the dad to our kids that he didn't have growing up. Um, and that he sees that it um, gave our kids opportunities that they wouldn't have had otherwise and connections and experiences. Um, and that we're happier, better off because of it. And He's grateful that I was willing to go forward, even though it was a different path than we had originally thought we would ta be taking, but that it's the one that really we wanted and that we needed. That he's happy we went for it even though he was a little bit reluctant at the beginning <laughs> I love that <laughs> so it's in those moments right of like ah it feels like the world's falling apart because it is gonna feel that way a little bit mm -hmm. right as you step into creating something different than what you've been doing, homeostasis is going to fall apart for a minute. Uh -huh. And like your whole family, right, is going to have to figure out how to reorganize itself in this new state of being. So for mm -hmm. us to go like, oh, we're going to just make all these changes and it's not going to wreck anything and nobody's going to react funny is a really <laughs> crazy expectation, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's because a good point. As you, as you step into this, kids are going to have to readjust, right? Mm -hmm. They are going to, like, it's going to be different than what has been. And so there's yeah. going to be this period of time. It's going to feel really messy and it's going to feel like everything's hitting the fan. And you're going to be like, why did we do this? <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. And so yep. it's this conversation with your husband, whether it ever physically manifests in your world or not, it's this conversation that he just gifted you that you can hold on to mm -hmm. in those moments of like, what were we thinking? I think we did yeah. it all wrong because it feels like everything's falling apart. It's not actually falling apart. It's falling into place. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the one layer has to be removed before the next one can be embodied so well and if you go if you look at mother earth if you go to nature and you watch the process of creation disintegration has to happen yeah in order for new birth to flourish right yeah totally Things have to be burnt. Things have to be destroyed. Things have to be knocked out of place in order for new things to be put in place. Mm -hmm. And so I think today, like my gift to you would be to remember that the winds are going to come and it's going to feel a little stormy and it's going to feel messy and you're going to feel like you don't have your feet on solid ground mm -hmm. because you're in that like stage of shifting of changing yeah. of growing right of of creating new ground yeah. or the new growth to thrive yeah totally so when and it starts to fall apart it doesn't mean that anything has gone wrong yeah yeah and I think I can just hold to that in those moments when I mean it like even kind of started this morning um 
when my son, well, I mean, this call doesn't really have anything to do with, you know, the new role I'm stepping into, but, you know, he woke up, I got him breakfast and I was like, Hey, I've got a call. And he's like, but I wanted to play with you. Like, wait, you didn't have time to play with me. And I didn't really have time to play with him yesterday because I was working on this project and, you know, and so it's like, well, I can play with you after, you know, like knowing that that, knowing that I'm still there and I can be with him and support him. And I think also giving my husband the opportunity to step into a supportive nurturing role for our kids as well. And knowing that daddy can be there just like mommy can be there. And just letting that kind of play out and allowing myself to not feel like I have to step back and take it all back. Like I can, I can be supported, like allowing myself to be supported rather than trying to do all of it. Cause that's not going to work. <laughs> You're I'm going to be real cranky if I try to do that. Yeah. Okay. So let's just do the same thing here for just a minute. I want you to bring this sweet little boy who right now is saying, mom, why aren't you playing with me? right? That's his question. What's going on, mom? Like, why aren't we playing? That's my normal. That's what I'm used to is mom playing with me. So I want you to just fast forward again. I want you to just close your eyes. Okay. How old is this cute little guy right now? He's actually five today is his birthday. Five. Awesome. Oh, happy birthday. That's so fun. (laughs) So fun. Yep. So I want you to just bring him to the conversation, but we're going to go five years we're going to, you know what? Do I want to go 10? Let's go 10. Let's go 10 years into the future. He's 15 okay. now. We're going to go seven. That's in the middle. <laughs> oh, you want to go seven? You want to go seven. to 12? <laughs> <laughs> you can do whatever you want. This is your experience. At what age do you feel like he would be able to communicate something really important to you about this transition and this change. That's what I'm trying to get at. So you fill into that and you tell me what that age is for you, for him. 13. Okay. So he's 13 and, um, wow. 13 is hard. So this is actually really great. This is like divinely guided, right? Because at 13 hormones are doing their crazy things. (laughs) And like this 13 year old, right. is trying to find his way in life. Right. Right. So this is a really great age. Actually. I love that you picked that and you guys are just having a conversation and, um, he has a couple different things for you today. I want him first to share with you what looking back on his life, you going out and taking a stand for who you are and what you want and your heart's desires. Also taking a stand for knowing that you can be an incredible mom and follow your heart. It's not either, or you can do both. What, what does, what has this meant to him? Um, It's shown him that it's possible for him to have what he wants and what he wants to create. And also, um, given him a perspective on the kind of woman that he wants to marry. Um, That he wants somebody who's solid in who she is and what she wants to create and how she wants to impact the world and someone who will be so nurturing and loving towards him and their future children and he's grateful that he saw that that is a possibility because he doesn't see that in a lot of the people that he knows right now at this point in his life, but seeing that it's possible and that that's what he wants, um, he's going to um, he's going to get that and 
wait for that. And he wants to wait for that. Whoa. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> Right? God is a win, 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 God. And this isn't just for you. It will impact your husband, his journey. It will impact your son. It will impact all of your family members for good. So he has one more message for you, this cute little boy. Okay. He wants to tell you... Um, he wants to tell you about things that you did over the last eight years that helped him know how much you loved him. So he wants to share with you what it was that you did, how you were able to give him quality time. Like what did those interactions look like? He wants to share some of those things with you that meant the world to him so that you know how to implement those things now so that he knows that in the future. Um, I supported him in getting what he wanted in experiences and or things. He loves toys and things and um, just that I, I helped facilitate um, him getting those things, but also learning how he can get them himself. Um, that it wasn't always me just buying them or paying for them, but that I taught him how to um, create and how to present and um, uh, options and opportunities and how to take those opportunities. Um, time just talking with him um kind of the after school snack time as he's a little bit older taking the time to talk with him um about all the things that are on his mind school girls friends um And that he knew that I would be open to talk about anything and everything. And I just kind of, it's kind of shifting to more of like images of like me and him on the trampoline talking, me and him on the couch talking, um, cooking together, serving together. going out and kind of there's like this image of like this fundraiser somewhere <laughs> um, just helping him he's a very driven kid who in many ways really knows what he wants and um, just helping him do and accomplish things and make a difference in the way that he wants to that he knows that while I I'm helping other people in what they are doing. I'm also totally on board and helping him and participating with him. And just that I'm around that even, you know, that even in the times where I was busy or had to be gone that I was still always there and involved him in some of the process as well that I didn't just leave him behind but that I involved him in what I was doing at times when that was when that made sense awesome so I'm curious to know if he will tell I don't know what he'll say but is there something that reminds him of you for those moments like, is there some, some symbol that God has given him to help him see you in his life, even when maybe you're not physically there, he knows that energetically you are there. Butterfly is what's coming to mind. There you go. 
So because you have that knowledge now, like because you were given butterflies, you get to now create something special between you and him and butterflies, Mm. right? You get to plant those seeds and you get to invite him to know that, Hey, when you see those little butterflies, it's mom. Mm. And I'm right there with you and I've got you and I believe in you, right? Interesting that butterflies are also such a symbol of transformation. Yeah. And allowing things to totally and completely disintegrate, like the process of a caterpillar becoming a butterfly, right? Like it is total disintegration to like mushy goop in order for the butterfly cells to be created. Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. I want you to just take a minute. I just want you to bask in this experience. I just want you to breathe it in. You don't have to remember all the words. They'll come to you when they're needed. But I want you to breathe in this experience and claim it as your normal. It's not that things aren't going to be messy. But in the butterflies, you can find joy. In the messiness of your husband's healing journey, you can know that this step is facilitating healing for him. What are those key crucial words from today's conversations that you can anchor into as you step into this even better, even better than you dreamed life? Just take as long as you need. I'm just going to give you the time and space to just breathe that in. Anchor that in. Claim it as yours. Taste it. Feel it. See it. Hear it. What are the sounds on the trampoline? in the kitchen, at the fundraiser that you don't even know what it is yet. (laughs) Well, that'd be fun to discover. Yeah. This is your future. It's wild. <laughs> I feel like there's so many times where I've like tried to picture what I want in my life and you know what kind of house do I want to live in what kind of car do I want to drive like all those ideas of the gurus of like get so clear on your vision and what you want I'm like I don't care about that like I care about my family and my relationships like that's what's most important to me but as like I picture those things happening on the trampoline or in the kitchen like I see a different kitchen like I see a different house I see a different space and it's like really identifying that I don't know it kind of works its way backwards I guess where it's just like the the facilitation of the relationships is what matters most to me and having a space in which that can happen I really don't care what the color the walls are or (laughs) how big the yard is like but knowing that like there's a place that's like prepared somewhere for those interactions to happen 
and like I saw it clearly there's like a there's a kitchen table area and there's the kitchen with the dining room and a counter where we can sit and chat he's on the bar stool I'm on the other side and then to the other side is the family room and there's a gray couch like there's color and like it's there and I'm just like whoa knowing that there's a place that if if I focus on the relationships and the experiences that God can provide a space for those things to be facilitated. And yes, they can happen where we are currently. Like I can create connecting relationships with my kids, but there is something to be said for a physical space that is supportive and that there is one out there. And I've just been trying to, I don't know, just in all of the things that I've heard or learned, like I, it hasn't worked. I'm like, I can't create a vision of my house. Like, I don't care what it looks like. I just want a house that, that can provide these functions and facilitate these things. And there's lots of spaces and colors that can do that. But like realizing I can focus on those experiences and creating those in my mind and the place is just there. Yeah. And that, and that as I focus on facilitating the relationships and visualizing those experiences and those uh, memories that the everything will shift to support that I don't need to visualize the car I don't need to visualize the house I need to visualize the people and the relationships and the setting will already be there and maybe it doesn't work that way for everybody but that's how it's working for me in my brain and I'm like thank you, Lord. Like I, like I struggled so hard to like decide what I want when really I am much more a go with the flow. I care about relationships and people and not to say that those who do it the other way around don't care about people, but just it's, this is such a beautiful gift that I'm so grateful for that you've helped me help facilitate for me to see how my mind and heart work together and that God, like I can create It's just not how I have been told to create, (laughs) that there's an Amy way to create. And God is showing me that right now. And I'm like, I'm excited to just go sit and imagine all these experiences and just see what the house looks like and see what the yard looks like. I don't know yet, but I love that. The thing, like, I don't. I don't, I don't think that there's one right or wrong way. I think that what happens in our personal development world is we try to put people in boxes Yeah, <laughs> and we were not created, right? <laughs> not boxes, right? We no. each individually and uniquely have our own way of creation. The other thing that's really interesting to me right now that God is bringing into my awareness is there's a difference between masculine creation and feminine creation. Mm. And, and totally like, if you just look at biologically, a man creates, and even, even in the creation process per se, right. The male figure is organizing matter. Mm -hmm. But if we go to a woman who creates, if we go to the act of procreation, a woman creates from the inside out, she births life from her womb. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I just think that you're tapping into that, right? Like, I don't really care about any of this stuff outside of me. I care about my family. I care about these relationships. I care. I don't care about, like you said, I don't care about the house. I don't even care what color it is. Sure. Like there's going to be a picture there and maybe it will be that. And maybe it will be something even better still. I just know that as I focus on what I want to create, the scripture that comes to my mind is seek ye first the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and everything else is added unto, right? Everything else falls into place. And I feel like that's so perfectly what you described. Mm-hmm. And and what is the kingdom of God? Like sometimes I have to ponder on that one too, right? Uh-huh. Like he tells us the worth of souls is great. Mm-hmm. So as I focus on these souls that I have been given jurisdiction over and I focus on these relationships and I focus on love and kindness and I think the kingdom of God is love creating a loving space, then you're right. Like he's going to facilitate all the other things. Yeah. Those desires to come to fruition. So I think that's a huge, Uh that's so fun. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I love it. I love it. And it, it feels 
so much better than trying to because I don't I don't like to put God in a box either. I'm like, well, what if the best thing for me is not uh, this house or this car? Like, you know, and, and, and people, you know, there's the phrase of like, well, you put in what you want and then you'd be open to something better. You know, I'm like, okay, but I'm also like, I kind of don't want to put in an order on this one. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm open to, to anything, you know, that facilitates what the the experience and the state. I love that you use the phrase earlier as we're shifting into a new state of being. Like it's not just a new circumstance and a new job. Like this is a new state of being for the entity of our family. And as we shift into that, what is going to facilitate and support that? And allowing the tangible stuff to be taken care of by God and I mean, yes, I have temporal preferences. Like I don't want a black wall, (laughs) you know, like I know things that I don't want, but I'm also open to receiving, knowing that, especially in a home space, multiple things, multiple people's needs are at play and facilitating what supports, what's supportive to everybody as much as possible. And I probably don't know the answer to that. Yeah. And what if God has something really cool to teach you about a black wall? Like maybe, maybe we can (laughs) teach you about creation on a black wall or turn it into a chalkboard. (laughs) Who knows? Right. Who, who knows? And can we stay open? Yeah. And, and I can totally agree with you. Like, okay, here's my vision and yeah, something even better. But then I was always frustrated right? I, I would find myself frustrated and I'm learning that, um, it's better for me to be less specific and to focus on the feeling of what I want to create and focus on feeling into who I be. And then as we be it, right. Everything else falls into place. Just like you said. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love focusing on the feelings because that, I mean, that's really like the experience of it all anyway. And it's not the actual thing that provides the feeling, like the feelings an inside job. Absolutely. And if you can feel it first and then have it manifest, like it's going to be a different experience, right? Yeah. Because the feeling will already be there instead of you thinking that this thing needs to create a feeling for you you start to realize that what I felt brought this to me. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Awesome. Oh, so good. Well, thank, <laughs> thank, you, thank you. you. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. I hope to stay connected and hear all about your grand adventure as you find your way. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> all righty. Thanks so much. Thank you. That's a wrap for today, my friend. If you have something in your own messy middle that you would like help navigating, I would love to have you join me in the love seat. Please feel free to reach out with a direct message on social media or send an email to Wendy with a Y at trustingdivinity.com. So we can get you scheduled for your own dose of love. Just so you know, I also offer private sessions that are not aired publicly. So if you think we might be a good fit, let's schedule a discovery session to see if working together is the next right step. As always, my friend, if you have loved today's episode, please help me to share, share, share the grand adventures of trusting divinity. If you have had a friend, a neighbor, or a family member come to mind as you have listened today, please share this episode with them and help me in the grand adventure of spreading God's love. As for next week, my current plan is to circle back to all that God has been teaching me about embracing the flow of the divine feminine. So, unless God has something else in store, Join me next week for a life-changing discussion. And last but not least, 
don't forget to subscribe to the show. All my love, Ms. Divinity. Hey there. Thanks for listening. If you have already accepted my invitation and are claiming me as your friend, I want to thank you in advance for posting a raving review on your favorite podcast platform. If by chance you are still a little unsure about this blossoming friendship, I invite you to simply stick around and keep listening.